the college experience, Georgia tech at Florida state preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by MyBookie.ag. sports are back. And my bookie is now offering a hundred percent deposit bonus. When you use the promo code SGP, that's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play win and get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at $1 million top prize and compete for over $8 million in prizes across all contests. Enter the code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with the NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, and NFL back in action? Oh, well, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And finally, don't forget to sign up for the free roll football contest presented by us. Yes. We're giving away up to $5,000 for the best NFL handicappers this season. Sign up for free today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. Welcome to the college experience, Georgia Tech at Florida State preview. My name is Colby Swingin' Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. <laughs> and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wailing dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi. How are you, pal? Look, Dundee is coming in hot and heavy for this one. <laughs> Dundee is on fire. Dundee is not. There's been 10 college football games this season. Look, the UAB Miami game hasn't happened yet before while we're recording this. Uh, it's going to happen tomorrow. So at the moment, there's been 10 college football games yeah. and I am nine and one with my only loss being by a point and a half in a game that they were covering for 58 minutes. Mm, the old terrible beat five and oh in locks though. Boom. From a lock perspective, you are blazing hotter than the California wildfires right now. Hey, Hey, and now we got Georgia tech at Florida state. Jeff Collins, year one in 
Atlanta was is done. He's on to year two. Thank God. Yeah, I mean, tough year. It's tough when you lose to the Citadel. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not yeah. a good year. But he did beat your Miami Hurricane. <laughs> that's true. Uh, when you're talking about adjacent states to Georgia, that's not usually how you'd expect it to shake out. It's kind of controlling the region uh, to the south. You know, you don't expect Georgia Tech to be able to handle Miami, but there was a time when Georgia Tech was a pretty darn good program. Yeah, I think you talked about this. These are two of uh, two of the last national champions in the past 30 years. Certainly in the ACC. I mean, really of teams that have won national championships in ACC play since 1990. There's Georgia Tech, there's Florida State, and there's Clemson. And I'm pretty sure that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Miami uh, yet to even win an ACC championship yeah, in the ACC. So correct. Georgia tech really got to consider them as kind of one of the elite programs in the ACC, despite really not getting to the elite level of late. The potential has always been there. I think Jeff Collins may, I don't know about national championship, but he'll have them ranked and playing ball in a couple of years. Cause they return 19 starters. Mm. The only problem here before we dive into Florida, to Florida state is Florida state returns 19 as well, but Georgia tech. Now we don't really know what's going on. I'm assuming it's going to be freshman quarterback, Jeff Sims. I think they're going to throw him to the wolves, but it could be James Graham, sophomore, James Graham, who threw for just about 1200 yards, 12 touchdowns, seven picks. Now you look offensively, Georgia tech, uh, 127th out of 130. <laughs> But we kind of expected this. We cashed in. We locked Georgia Tech on the unders for wins, and we made money on them. Oh, you got to figure. There's, there's, while the 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 transition from a pro style offense into a triple option offense is a rough one. I don't think anything's as rough as going from a triple option to a pro style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Especially trying to find quarterbacks and wideouts. Yeah, Woo. you're going from a a small fast line to try and protect your quarterback in the backfield. You're going to get him destroyed. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously the uh, passing stats showed that last year with uh, Georgia Tech managing a whopping uh, James Graham leading the team with 1,100 passing yards only. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not good. That's yeah. good. Uh, Georgia Tech was also dead last in the nation in red zone scoring percentage. Mm. They were last in the ACC in tackles for loss and sacks, and they only converted. 30% of their third down tries, but getting 19 starters back. And what, from what I understand, I talked to, to I mean, I, I've seen, and I've, I've talked to a couple people down there that are more familiar with the program is that he went and kind of, you went youth movement year one. Yeah. So we, you, we knew this was going to happen in a way, but well, I got a question for you. What's that? Okay. Georgia tech. You know, going with the triple option offense in Georgia, which is at this point, the number four state from a recruiting standpoint, when you really consider that, you know, Florida, Texas, and California, who are the annual one, two, and three in any given order have been there forever and are getting mined by like 50 different schools, Georgia, probably still relatively untouched and only two power five schools within there. Uh, The Bulldogs clearly... Uh, you know, in the top three to five, if not number one of late with Kirby smart recruiting, 
the 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 talent is there to go triple option when there's talent there. It kind of doesn't make a ton of sense um, unless you're going to actually recruit that talent, which, which Paul Johnson didn't. As Colby noted, yeah. he kind of phoned it in from a recruiting standpoint. But either way, uh, and we love Paul Johnson. Yeah, we love him, yeah. but uh, didn't recruit super well, especially being in Atlanta. You would figure there'd be a shit ton of talent at your disposal. What is it that this team has to do? to market themselves into a recruiting juggernaut that they should be. I think it's going to come back. I think it's Jeff Collins is a good recruiter and I think it's going to come back. He's doing a good job. It's probably just win games, right? You look back at that 19. Yeah, exactly. At that 1990 team, even in the late nineties when they were in the top 10 to 15 with uh, Joe Hamilton and Kelly Campbell and everybody. Yeah. But, um, I'd say now more than ever, there's more potential from a recruiting standpoint for Georgia tech to elevate into an elite status. It's just, it's a true sleeping giant. Yeah. So Georgia tech, I completely agree. Georgia tech was 89th in the nation in defense. And guess who happened to be 90th? Mm. The Florida state Seminoles. Gosh, how bad does it suck to be a, a Seminole fan and hear that? Now, as we break down the Seminoles here, uh, they were 60th in the offense or in offense last year. Most penalized team in the nation, however, um, allowed 48 sacks last season, which finished fifth from last in the nation for tackles for loss allowed. That's not good. I told you this offensive line is the worst in power five, but I've <laughs> seen defense only allowed fewer than 200 yards passing twice, mm. but you return a ton. They went 0 and five when allowing 290 yards or more. The good news for Seminole fans. I don't know that Georgia tech can get 290 yards and Florida state really wasn't even that bad last year, despite those God awful numbers and obvious turmoil within the program. You know, uh, Willie Taggart probably spent half the season, at least as a lame duck. It's gotta be hard to drum up a ton of like energy in that situation barely lost to Boise state did fucking completely choke in the second half of that game held the lead against the ACC coastal champion, Virginia for the vast majority of that game only lost to a decent wake wake team by two and uh, kept it within six against Arizona state in the bowl game. This is a team that's maybe not that far away, but hitting the reset button. I think ASU had a bunch of players sit out too, though. Ah, but yes, you're right. Um, I mean, between them and looking at, 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 at this team, I don't know. You got Blackman back at quarterback by For the what way. Seems like the 80th year. And uh, I, I would say talking back at Georgia, at Georgia tech, the, their best offensive player is Jordan Mason. They're running back. Sorry. I didn't touch on that enough. And they have two really good guards, but talking Florida state Blackman is back. The real thing, Patty C to me is I, I asked this all off season. I think Norvell might be a good coach. I don't know if they, if, if what Fuente had going at Memphis, he walked into a good situation, but I can tell you this, if this O line isn't blocking, I don't know how many games they're going to win. They it's have true. great wide receiver talent in DJ Matthews and Tamari and Terry uh, Corbin, the A&M transfer at running back and Blackman. But if you have the worst po- offense in the power five, why should I take them in these games? Now I will say defensively. Yeah. You look at Florida state, despite some of those stats, I rattled off Asante Samuel jr. He's getting looked at from, from the, from NFL, from NFL, uh, you know, people they're saying, Hey, this kid's going to be a stud. Uh, they do have a great safety in Hamsa Nasirdin, and he's apparently out for this game. 
So that's something to note, but they do have defensive tackle Marvin Wilson, who is going to be a, a high draft pick from what I understand. And I mean, the D line should be good. They got a guy, Janarius Robinson, who's good senior linebacker, Emmett rice. I mean, that there's a lot there of, should be no defense. shortage of talent. Florida state hasn't fallen below. I want to say number 19 in the recruiting rankings. Maybe once they got in the twenties, but they've been, you know, a fringe top 10 team. Most years, uh, they should still have a shit ton of talent. And we imagine what Norvell being that he was from Arizona state with Todd Graham. And now at Memphis, I'm assuming he, his offense will get rolling and he'll probably find ways to get the ball out faster because this O this O line is just trash. They need to. Um, now does that seem like a little bit of a waste of the talent that, you know, obviously you would think Florida state could probably get some defense alignment with those high rated recruiting classes or some offense alignment rather. Uh, yes, but it hasn't produced and getting the ball out quick, especially when you have that kind of speed on the edges, like you'd expect Florida state to have might be the best approach. And this wasn't all Willie Taggart. The old line was terrible under With the Fisher. final years of Fisher. Yeah. So it's, it, they've been, they've been terrible for a minute. I can't so, just imagine that that's all talent. I, I have to imagine that with Fisher, it became a culture thing um, where he kind of got it to a country club situation. I think he got sick of the lack of uh, support from administration. Um, and then Taggart, obviously a discipline thing, uh, you know, coming from Oregon as the most penalized team in the country straight over to Florida state and replicating that. So in other words, it's been a lot, a lot of shitty, uh, coaching probably that's led to an otherwise talented group being so terrible on the offensive front, something Norvell might be able to remedy yeah. ma maybe quickly. Now this was a game that I've been going back and forth on. I actually, I'm not locking this up. Georgia tech at Florida state, Florida state, the Vegas says minus 12. The Seminoles are 12 point favorite. I think 25% of the fans will be there. And this is where it gets shaky, man. My first thought was I'm taking Georgia tech all day. Yeah. Then I thought, man, Norvell, if he doesn't get this game with the next five they have, <laughs> next five ACC games. You think games, Norvell's got the urgency? I don't know how good Georgia Tech will be. I'm, I'm taking Florida State, even though I don't. It's a big spread, bud. 12 I, points. Look, my, my first reaction was Georgia Tech all day. Yeah. But then, like, the more I dug into it, I'm like, he needs this win to impress people. Yeah. I mean, Blackman being there for, I guess this is probably his third year as the starter and his fourth year on deck. I know when uh, he went down, I believe Francois took back over and then he won the job back from Francois. Well, and that defense should be good enough to shut down this yellow jacket offense. Now the, 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 the question you got to ask yourself is the Georgia tech, Jeff Collins is a defensive guy. I'm sure he's going to make that Florida state offensive line really have to work. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But my uh, initial gut was Georgia tech. Um, you know, I thought, Maybe uh, Florida state has too much athleticism for him, but no, I just think that Georgia tech, especially in year two, unless Norvell is really an excellent coach. It seems like a pretty big spread for Florida state to cover, but Georgia tech wasn't that good last year. They were in fact, pretty bad, but you have to figure year two, although this hasn't been the off season, I'm sure that they would have hoped years, of. Yeah. 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 It, I thought the, the, the line was incredibly tough. Um, I'm going to go Florida state NC Knicks on Georgia tech. And you are basically saying Georgia tech, huh? Yeah. I'm sticking with the, stick with the yellow jackets. The jackets. Mm. I'm telling you, man, I was like, I have Florida state. Like if you're asking about the, my confidence in this 51% yeah. to 49. Yeah. Well, again, if, if Florida state is truly a program that 
really isn't as far away as it seems. And, you know, really the, 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 the Boise and Virginia games are, were two heartbreaking losses that really could have changed their season. And then you lose by two to wake. I mean, Florida state, let me look at their, that schedule last year. If you take away those three losses, right. Then they're coming out the gates. One, two, three, four, five, five and zero oh before taking a loss to Clemson and then winning two more. They're uh, seven, seven and, and one still coaching there. But to be fair, yeah, they also needed a, a missed extra point by Louisiana Monroe. <laughs> but I saw live and Boone and weren't very good. That is fair. All right. Patty C is on Georgia tech. NC Nick is on Georgia tech. If you're a first time listener to the college experience, we break down, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. Make sure you check us out. We have a spreadsheet with all of our games up at sports uh, and we talk college football, college basketball year round. So w- w- what would be great is if you could tell a friend about this, this beautiful podcast of ours, the college experience, cause that's how, what helps us get paid. And also the best thing you can do is leave us a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe. All right, please. We are the college experience available on all platforms. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. This is the college experience. Georgia tech at Florida state style. By the way, Georgia tech won the last matchup. These two teams when they met, it's been like 20 years. Hey guys, how about this? Uh, put them in, get 16 teams in the ACC, put them in 14 pods, get Clemson, Georgia tech, Miami, and Florida state in that Southern pod. That way they don't play a team. That's geographically what a, a few hundred miles away from them. Once every six or seven years, Florida state and Georgia tech should be playing every year. I will co-sign that all day. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out.